This is the Fantasy Football Podcast, where we take data and convert it into fantasy success. No bias, no hot takes, only victory. This is the Fantasy Alchemist Podcast, and now your host, Dustin Chandry. Welcome to episode 34 of the Fantasy Alchemist Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin Chandry. And for today's episode, we'll be looking at players you should not be afraid to start in week nine. Now, every week with this episode, we look at quarterbacks and tight ends who are ranked outside the top 10 on the weekly ranking. And then the running back and wide receiver group will target players outside of the top 20 for those two positions. And this week, we have four teams on a bye. That includes San Francisco, Detroit, Jacksonville, and Denver, so that obviously makes our start-sit decisions all the more critical. But before we get started, I want to remind you, you can follow and interact with the show. We are on Twitter at FFAlchemistPod. Again, we are at FFAlchemistPod. You can also email the show directly with any questions at FantasyAlchemistPodcast at gmail.com. Let's start with the running back position first for today. I'm going to recommend two running backs outside, not just the top 20, but two running backs outside the top 25. First, I'm going to highlight Chuba Hubbard of the Carolina Panthers, currently running back 27 on the week. Now, last week, coming out of the bye week, I anticipated the Panthers moving more towards a committee approach with Chuba Hubbard and Miles Sanders. However, Chuba Hubbard has clearly taken the running back one role away from Miles Sanders. Last week, Hubbard played 40 snaps to just 12 for Miles Sanders. Chuba Hubbard saw all the goal line work and all of the two-minute drill opportunities as well, as it appears Miles Sanders has been fully demoted. And looking at the advanced rushing metrics, it's pretty easy to see why the Panthers made this move. Hubbard has superior metrics when it comes to yards before contact, yards after contact, his missed tackle rate, and his broken tackle rate are all superior to Miles Sanders. And because of that, the Panthers gave Hubbard the clear RB1 role over Sanders last Sunday, and I do not expect that to change come this Sunday here in Week 9. Now, as for the matchup, the Colts have given up the fourth most points to opposing running backs on the season, so I would go ahead and confidently play Chuba Hubbard in your starting lineup. And the other option I think has some value is going to be Packers running back A.J. Dillon. Now, he's ranked as running back 34 on the Week 9 rankings, according to ESPN. However, over his last three games, he has scored over 10 fantasy points in each of those games. Since Week 5, A.J. Dillon is running back 26 in points per game. He had a season-high five targets last week. He caught all of them, and he only has one touchdown so far this year after having seven last year. Now, teammate Aaron Jones continues to nurse a hamstring injury, which has limited his touches here the last few weeks, and Jones is listed as questionable again for Week 9. Now, let's focus on the wide receiver position, where there's quite a few more options, and certainly I would recommend, assuming you're playing in a PPR league, you're probably going to slot a wide receiver into your flex spot uh, this week, but let's talk about a few options outside the top 20. First, we'll talk about Steelers wide receiver Deontay Johnson. Now he's playing on the Thursday night game. I'm recording this Thursday morning. Johnson is wide receiver 22 right now on the week nine rankings. Now, 
Last week, Johnson returned to his wide receiver one status for the Steelers, and he hit the trifecta of over 30% target share, 30% target per route run rate, and over 40% of the team's air yards. He played over 90% of snaps, two weeks removed from returning from the hamstring injury, and of course he is long overdue for positive touchdown regression. And he has a favorable matchup Thursday night as the Titans rank 26th in opposing points to wide receivers. Now there are two players who are ranked side-by-side in the late 20s that will be playing opposite one another on Sunday. First, T. Higgins at wide receiver 27, and then Gabe Davis at wide receiver 28. Keep in mind the Bengals-Bills game has an over-under of 48.5. That is the second highest of the week. Now let's focus on T. Higgins first. Keep in mind in weeks one through three, when healthy, Higgins had 28 total targets. He was averaging nine targets a game. And last year, minus week 18, when T. Higgins plays at least 75% of snaps, he averages over 18 fantasy points a game. Higgins only played 54% of snaps in week six prior to their bye week, and then he played 67% of snaps coming out of the bye week in week eight. Assuming his snap participation continues to ramp up and gets over 80%, I think Higgins is a solid start in a a game that has shootout potential. Now on the opposite side, Gabe Davis, wide receiver 28 on the week nine rankings, saw his role change quite a bit last week. Now, David's Davis's average route depth last week was 7.2 yards. He had never had a route depth lower than 8.5 yards in a full game his entire career. And shockingly, according to Fantasy Points data, his first read target share was 39%. That led all Bills, including teammate Stephon Diggs. And his average depth of target was 6.7 yards. Coming into that game, his average depth of target was 15.1. He was deemed open or wide open on 9 of his 12 targets. Now again, he's coming off a season-high 12-target game last week, and in every game this year where Davis has gotten at least 7 targets, he found the end zone, and that led to over 20 fantasy points. He's 3-for-3 on the season when getting at least 7 targets. And then lastly, I'm going to continue to recommend Josh Downs. It's going to be the third straight week I have recommended Downs, and he has delivered uh, the last two weeks, and I think he'll deliver again this week. Downs is ranked wide receiver 33 on the week nine rankings. Now Downs is just incredibly consistent and he is still undervalued in the weekly rankings. Five of his last six games, he has been above 13 fantasy points, averaging seven targets a game in that span. Josh Downs is wide receiver 22 on a points per game basis since week three. And again, is ranked wide receiver 33 this week. On the previous episode, we looked at key observations and trends from around the league in week eight, and we highlighted a trio of tight ends that I said should be inside the top 10 ranking for week nine. Those players were Dalton Kincaid of the Bills, Trey McBride of the Cardinals, and Dalton Ferguson of the Cowboys. Now, Dalton Kincaid is ranked tight end five this week. Trey McBride is ranked tight end nine, and Dalton Ferguson is ranked tight end 11 on the week nine rankings. So you should obviously be starting Dalton Kincaid at tight end five. He's coming off a season-high seven targets, 84% snap share, five catches, 65 yards, and a touchdown. Should be an automatic start in your lineups going forward. Trey McBride obviously was tight end one on the week, is going to get a quarterback chain. Remains to be seen if that is Kyler Murray or if it is the rookie Clayton Toon. I don't think it matters. I think you should go ahead and start Trey McBride, as he played 83% of snaps, he ran the most routes, had the most targets, 
10 catches, 95 yards, led all Arizona players with those marks, had almost a 40% target share, which is the highest of any tight end this season. Touchdown, 25 fantasy points, right? He, he was a stud last week. And in fact, he's the only other tight end other than Travis Kelsey this year that has a game with 10 plus receptions and a touchdown. I don't think it matters who the quarterback is this week, given the lack of depth at the tight end position once you get outside the top four or five players. Trey McBride has the upside as he exhibited last week that you should have him in your starting lineup. And then lastly, Dalton Ferguson at tight end 11, just outside the top 10, I would recommend as another play this week. He has back-to-back games above 80% snap participation. He is second on the team in routes run and targets, and he caught all of his targets last week for 47 yards and a touchdown. So I think Ferguson is in line for another solid outing in week nine. But I will give you one sleeper target, and this is really going to be a recommendation for deeper leagues. We're talking 14 to 16 team leagues at the tight end position, but that's going to be Giants tight end Daniel Bellinger. Of course, Darren Waller likely out, maybe even out multiple weeks with a reoccurring hamstring injury. Uh, But Daniel Bellinger this year has played about 50% of snaps, almost exclusively as a blocking tight end, but obviously he's going to be asked to do a lot more uh, on Sunday with Darren Waller out. Now, last year as the starter, Bellinger had a five-game stretch to start the year where he averaged over 10 fantasy points a game. And while the Raiders' defense has been pretty stingy against opposing wide receivers, they rank in the middle of the league in opposing points to tight ends. And then lastly, at the quarterback position, we I mean, let's just say up front, we have a lot of injury attrition right now at the position, so obviously it makes uh, starting selections really critical once you get outside the top eight or nine players at the position. But first, let's highlight Colts quarterback Gardner Minshew, who is currently quarterback 15 on the Week 9 rankings. Now, Minshew is eighth in total points since Week 6, and on a points-per-game basis, he is 11th overall in the league. He has seven total touchdowns in the last three weeks. And while his passing numbers aren't highly efficient, it has been a high-volume offense right now with Minshew at the helm. Since week six, Minshew ranks in the top five in the league in total passing attempts and total air yards, and he is supporting two top 25 wide receivers in Pittman and Downs since becoming the starting quarterback. And then lastly, Daniel Jones of the New York Giants is currently quarterback 21, which is really surprising to me. Jones is going to be returning from a neck injury this week against the Raiders. Now last year, Daniel Jones was quarterback nine on the season, and he is one of the most underrated rushing quarterbacks in the league. Three of his first four games this year, he had over nine rushing attempts in each of those games. Now, Jones also has a wild range of outcomes. In the first month of the season, he had two games below five fantasy points with a 31-point fantasy game in between them. But I also don't understand how Jones can be ranked below players like Kenny Pickett, Zach Wilson, and Bryce Young, all of who lack the ceiling that Daniel Jones offers from a fantasy standpoint. I would have Daniel Jones ranked inside my top 15 at the position this week. So that'll wrap up episode 34 of the Fantasy Alchemist podcast. I'd ask that you like and subscribe and leave a review as that'll help other listeners find the show. We'll be back next week with a trio of episodes. Every week we'll look at waiver wire targets ahead of week 10. We'll do a full Uh, recap with key observations and trends from week nine and then we'll look ahead with players that you should not be afraid to start in week 10 so for dustin chandry signing off here at the fantasy alchemist podcast
Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Alchemist Podcast. You can follow the pod on Twitter at FFAlchemistPod or email us at FantasyAlchemistPodcast at gmail.com. <laughs>